Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me for another restful live stream of true scary stories to help you fall asleep. I first want to say I apologize for my voice. Uh, it's going out for some reason. I don't know why. I might be catching a cold or something. Um, I do apologize for that, everyone. I hope you can bear with me. Um, I also want to say that we have the lovely, the beautiful, the wonderful, the one, the only Mrs. Inner Scare with us today. Mrs. Inner Scare, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a while since we've been on a live stream together. Yes, it has. I think there's been a few times recently where I wanted to, but mm -hmm. life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Well, I am very thankful that you were able to join us today. And I'm excited to get this stream going. Also, just so everyone knows, we had a giveaway going over on Instagram and over on my Twitter slash X um, for this Mayono microphone. Going to be giving that away today during the stream. I've got all of the names of everyone who entered that giveaway um, pulled up on my computer and we're going to do the wheel of names to spin and it's a random generator that way it is fair we'll be doing that just a little bit later um, we'll do it early in the stream though just in case people you know can't stick around for the whole thing or whatever um, however I do want to thank each and every one of you who are with us today thank you all for watching I appreciate each and every one of you and again I hope you can get over um, and bear with me with my voice. I do apologize that for that. Um, I was thinking about canceling tonight because of the voice, but I wanted to be able to do this giveaway tonight for all of the creators and everyone who did join in for that. So I think that what we'll do is we'll read our first story that'll give people time to come in. And then after the first story, we'll go ahead and do our giveaway. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Also, just so everyone knows, um, we are taking requests for stories today. So feel free to put your requests in the um, chat there, and I will make sure to find stories, or Inner Scare Wife will make sure to find stories that fit those requests, and we will be reading those. So without further, without further ado, our first story. I'm a 22-year-old female, and I was on vacation in San Antonio with a friend for New Year's. In retrospect, I would have picked anywhere else to celebrate, but I had never been to San Antonio before, so I thought it would be cool. When we pull up to the place, it's very obvious it's not in a great neighborhood, but it was extremely cheap and within walking distance to the river walk. I'm no stranger to questionable neighborhoods, so I wasn't too concerned about the area as it was very quiet. On the day of New Year's, on the day of New Year's Eve, my friend got food poisoning and asked me to get them some stuff from the gas station down the road. I wasn't comfortable taking their truck, and since it was only an eight-minute walk, I started heading out. I got to the gas station, no problem, but they didn't have Pedialyte, so I started walking to another gas station only five minutes away. This is where it gets sketchy. I'm halfway to the next gas station, 
and notice that there's two homeless guys walking around outside their tents next to the street that I'm on. Originally, I was going to walk right past them and pay them no mind. But when I got closer, I could tell that they noticed me and were staring at me hard. I'm five foot five, not super athletic. Pretty strong, but I'm not taking any chances with two grown men. Instead of going straight past them, I turned the corner. I assumed that they would go about their business and leave me alone. I hear one of them say, Hey Randy, come over here. And I glance behind me and see three men now following me. They're far enough away where I'm not worried, but I'm extremely cautious. I glance behind me again after a few minutes. They're hunched over, huddled up like they're trying to sneak up on me, but closer this time. I make the smart decision to, to say screw the Pedialyte and round the corner back towards our place. I'm maybe one to two blocks away when I check behind me again and they have also rounded the corner and are walking quickly. I start booking it, and I hear the men behind me yelling at me. I didn't look back this time, but I could hear shuffling feet breaking into a run. Thankfully, I made it inside before they could see where I went. I peeked out the peephole in the door and watched in horror as these three men came barreling around the corner and frantically looking around for me. They're arguing and pointing around, but eventually they leave. If I wasn't so alert, I shudder to think what would have happened. And no, I did not get the Pedialyte. I had to get it delivered. Alrighty. So, this is Inner Scare. Are you ready to do this giveaway for everyone? Absolutely. Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and pull over the wheel of names here. I'm going to go ahead and do this screen share. And we've got all the names of everyone who entered the giveaway. If you missed this one, but you want to be part of future giveaways, or just be able to be the first to know information about the channel or things of that nature, make sure to go follow myself and Mrs. Innerscare over on Instagram. I am at Interscare over on Instagram, and she is at Mrs. Interscare over on Instagram, and then Mrs. Interscare is having some trouble with her Twitter right now, so she might have to make a new one, so we don't know about that, but um, you can follow me on Twitter, slash X, over at Interscare Sleep. But, alrighty, let's go ahead and spin this wheel. Here we go. Good luck to everyone who entered. Again, this is for the Mayono USB XLR podcast dynamic microphone. Here we go. Oh, it went to Mr. Gemini Reads Stories. Congratulations, Gemini. Congratulations, Gemini. I will message you and I will get with you about the details on how to get this shipped over to you. Alrighty. Congratulations to Gemini. Alrighty. And I did see that we had a Home Alone story request. Go ahead and get one pulled up here. All righty. 
What was that? What's the other side? There's some of them. Yeah, I've got one. Okay. I pulled it from your server. Mrs. Innerscare's great. She has a whole Discord server with, like, stories and stuff that she lays out for me. She picked a long one for this one. Do you need to take <laughs> a drink? Yes. Got Innerscare, or Mrs. Innerscare's Stanley Cup here. And I got <laughs> water there. Alrighty. This is the late 80s, early 90s. I was around six to seven years old. I'm at home with my sister, who was 14 to 15 at the time. We grew up in a small Texas town. Everyone knows everybody. We're home alone this particular night, and my folks let my sister babysit me frequently. We always got along due to our age gap. Anyway, it's about 8 p.m. in the winter. Deserts get pretty cold. So it's dark, and we're in the common room since that's where the TV was. Watching 60 Minutes or 48 Hours or Hard Copy or something like that. Those one-hour news pieces on CBS that chronicle large crimes in depth. You know, things like trafficking, murders, kidnapping, and the like. Basically a gritty lifetime special. This one was a typical story. Guy next door that was quiet went on a rampage in his next-door neighbor's house mutilating them and kidnapping their young daughter. Well, the thing about our house common room is the door leading back to the backyard was a large glass door on a wall of floor-to-ceiling windows. Nothing but blackness beyond it unless you have the black light on. The back light on. We did not. The front door is on the other side of the room with a small entryway. This is a solid door, so you cannot see what is beyond it with a glass storm door on the outside of it. About 45 minutes into the show, they're talking about the ongoing manhunt for this crazy guy, and bam, 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 the front door bangs like crazy. We jump up and scream like banshees. Dead silence now. The only lights on in the house are the kitchen down the hall from the common room that we were in, and the light from the TV. We start thinking someone is on the porch. We had some planters in a rocking chair out there. Had simply blown against the door. This was West Texas. Crazy strong winds out that way. Well, a minute or two of silence and us holding each other post-adrenaline overdose passes. Just when we were about to declare everything is safe, we hear the storm door on the outside of our front door close. Someone had to have opened that door to be able to bang on the front door like that. We're both frozen in the middle of the room on the floor, where we had been watching TV. My sister crawls over to the TV and turns it off. It was an old TV. You had to turn the metal dial to switch it off, which it does with a mildly loud thunk. Now it is just us in a, in a room, dimly lit by the kitchen light down the hall. I do not remember how much time had passed, with my frozen and my sister still crouched on the, still crouched by the now off TV. But we kept making eye contact, then looking at the front door. I remember this part vividly. I'm on my knees, sitting on my feet, and I turn around to look at the back wall of windows and glass door. We hear and I see the back doorknob turn. It was locked on the knob, but not deadbolted. 
It rattles slightly as if someone is gently trying the handle. Neither of us make a sound, just held our breath. Then, bam, loud as all heck, someone is trying to force the door open, just jerking it back and forth. The whole wall of windows is vibrating violently, and I can see with each jerk of the door how my slight reflection gets fuzzy and then clear and then fuzzy. My sister... My sister flips and screams bloody murder. I'm still frozen on the floor. She gets up and basically drags me into her bedroom, slams the door, throws her mattress and anything she can in front of her door. Thankfully, she had remembered the phone, one of those ungodly heavy beige plastic long metal antenna portable phones. We still had to direct dial the sheriff there, and in her panic didn't remember the number. She just hit redial on the phone. It was one of her friends, and she tells them in broken gasps that someone is trying to get into our house and needs to get there right now. The profanity sticks out here more than anything else. Who knows? Young brain. I am curled up on the floor and cannot stop shaking. We don't hear anything else until we see headlights of my sister's friend and her parents driving up to the house. We never did find out who was at the door or why. There were no signs of anything happening, but a couple of scuff marks on the bottom of the back door that we could not remember if they were there beforehand or not. Nothing like this has happened to me or her since. But for sure, we never forget to lock a door after that. Karma, thank you so, so much for that $5 super chat. I appreciate that so, so much. Sorry, I wasn't able to get to that quicker. Try to get to chat in between stories, but thank you so, so much for that. There was a concern. Um, Formidable Whisper says the video cut off for them while the wheel was spinning. While um, the wheel was spinning? I just went back and rewatched it, and from my end, I, I don't know. The only thing that really kind of switched up real fast was... The wheel spins independently before you click on it on its own. Mm-hmm. And then when you click it, it moves very, very, very fast. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that made it look strange on the stream or something. But well, I do apologize if that did happen. Um, hopefully it's fixed now. Hopefully the, the video is back on now. Um, hmm? Oh, nothing. I was just checking Oh, okay. I thought you were saying something to me there. Um, Alrighty, we do have a couple people saying that it looked fine to them as well whenever it happened. Um, Unfortunately, you know, YouTube goes weird sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Girl Veteran, thank you so much for the five gifted memberships. That was so generous. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so much. Again, we are taking requests for stories today, so if you have any requests, make sure you leave it in the chat. We might end up having a slightly shorter stream today just due to my voice. My throat is starting to really kill me. (laughs) I also want to welcome everyone into chat because I feel like um, usually we say hello to everyone individually. It's a little bit harder because I'm on the stream today to be able to get to everyone, but I see lots of friends and new faces as well, so we really appreciate you being here. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, we honestly usually don't do haunted stories and paranormal stories and stuff on this channel. Um, I do apologize for that. It's just something that I generally keep away from the channel. Uh, we like to generally keep it in like the personal, creepy, like person to person type stories or things of that nature. We kind of changed it about a year ago, would you yeah. say? Yeah. It's just because um, it can be upsetting to some people. It can. It can. And you never know what you're going to get into with paranormal stories. And when it comes to things like certain things that can be um, in those stories, I generally you just try to stay away from them. I do apologize for that, Kelly. Um, Alex says that he wants a creepy encounter story. I can do that. What about alien? Yeah, we could do alien stories. Um, I don't like I said we might have a shorter stream today, so if we aren't able to get to um, everyone's requests, I do apologize, but we will try to get to as many as we can. We'll also make make up for it on the next stream. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, definitely. I've had my fair share of dealings with creeps and weirdos in life. I just reposted on the subreddit about an encounter that I had with a potentially dangerous racist in Atlanta, Georgia. Some encounters are not as serious, but creepy nonetheless. A few years ago, when I was living in Los Angeles, California, I lived next door to a mortuary. Tons of creepy energy from here alone. And right behind my house was a halfway house, full of ex-cons, drug addicts, alcoholics, etc. The house was two stories and overlooked my backyard. They would play loud rock music early in the mornings, and some of them would sit in the window upstairs to smoke. There was one guy in particular who smoked a lot. Almost every other hour I would see him taking drag after drag from his cigarette, watching my backyard intently. He looked sort of young, maybe early 30s. He had greasy black hair that I guess he attempted to cut and tidy up somewhat, and scabs slash marks all over his collarless face. He wore black, thick-rimmed glasses. He had a deranged, psychotic sort of energy, but he wasn't aggressive. Hard to describe. I'm not one to judge anyone in his position, but the way he would always watch my house and anyone that would come outside to my backyard, it was disturbing to say the least. After a while, I would stop coming out back. He would always be up there, wild, unblinking eyes, watching me as I walked around. He never spoke or made a sound. He just watched. One day, I was watching movies with my family in the living room. The living room of that house led into the backyard. There was a window behind one of our couches that faced directly outside. We had the blinds and the window open. It was a warm night, sometime in the summer. I was sitting on the couch with the window directly behind me. I think I heard something outside. I'm not sure. But for some reason, I turned around to look out of the window. And there he was, up in his window, looking right at me. 
He was shirtless. I could see scabs all over his upper torso. His eyes were wider than normal. They had a sick look to them. There was no cigarette or smoke that I could see. His hands were down out of view. I think he was nodding his head a little bit. We stared at each other for a short few seconds before I abruptly closed the blinds and silently continued to watch the movie. I don't think my family noticed. I had trouble sleeping that night, knowing that he was still over there. Luckily, I don't live in that neighborhood anymore. Alrighty, that was the creepy encounter story for Alex. Next, I think we had a alien story, and um, if you could find me... I'm working on it right now. The other one? Okay. You saw the other one, too. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Alright, here we go with an alien story. I was traveling back home with my mom from my aunt's house on a warm, sunny afternoon. While I was sitting in the passenger seat, an object just appeared in the sky a little to our left. We both saw it immediately. The size of it was shocking, more than anything. It had the classic saucer shape and was shining brightly because the sun was reflecting off of it. We continued driving down the road a few seconds, just admiring this craft, when all of a sudden we saw something that I still don't believe to this day. It just vanishes, disintegrates, disappears, whatever you want to call it. I looked back at my mom and I could tell by her expression that she had seen the same thing. Since this sighting, I've always been interested in UFOs and the possibility of other life in our universe. This object in the sky was definitely not a helicopter, airplane, or a flock of geese. My mom and I still talk about the sighting that we had and can't come up with a reasonable explanation as to what we saw that day. This is my UFO story and it is not a hoax or a fabrication. Everyone always laughs at me when I tell this story, but that's fine. I know what I saw. Alrighty, next we have a caving or a diving story. You have one? Jim and I, thank you for joining us. By the way, buddy, I don't know if you were in here earlier, but you won the microphone. Congratulations. Here is a caving or diving story. Yes, Gemini, you did. Congratulations. I was in Belize for a multi-day diving trip with a girlfriend. This was her first diving trip after getting open water certified. We dove the blue hole and a few other spots. And because of the depth and the number of dives, we had to do a decompression stop for five to ten minutes or so at the end of this last dive. During that last dive, my girlfriend was struggling with water, getting in her mask, and started to panic, and we were between 45 to 60 feet down. 
I could see that she was freaking out and pointing to her mask and slowly going towards the surface. I was trying to make signs to her that she had to stay down and not go to the surface, but it was really hard to communicate that. At around 15 feet, I had to physically grab her and start pulling her down. She had a little air in her BCD, which wasn't helping. I cleared any air from her BCD and started pulling her down. It was really so scary. No one wants the bends. When we finally got on the boat, she thought that I was mad at her for not swimming with the rest of the group, thinking that I didn't understand that she was having mask issues and didn't realize what I was trying to tell her. Alrighty. <clears throat> no problem, Gemini. I will get with you. Um, I will get with you right after the stream to get your address so that I can get it sent to you, bud. Alrighty. And everyone, it is roughly 8.30 now. My voice is absolutely killing me. I do apologize. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the stream. But what I will do is on the next stream, I will go an extra half hour so that I can make up for this half hour. So next stream will be an hour and a half instead of our normal hour. He tried to do everything before the stream to make it better, but it just, I mean, it's even better now than it was earlier. He yeah. even hardly talks. Yeah. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much for watching and being with us. I appreciate each and every one of you. You are all awesome. Inner Scare Wifey, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you so much. You are awesome. And I appreciate you helping me find the stories, doing all of that. I couldn't do the channel without you. So thank you for being by my side. Thank you as well to all the creators that joined us this time. It was kind of a new experience. Mm -hmm. And all the new faces and all those that have been around since day one. Absolutely. We appreciate everyone. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you so much. And I will speak to you. I'll read to you in the next video. Bye-bye now.